Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part three of this episode. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that you said that, that really, I'm almost embarrassed to say that I never really thought about it until you said it, but wow, it's so powerful. When you were talking about uh, somebody, uh, 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 somebody saying, you know, they signed the contract to feed me and then the caterer is in a position where the couple, again, we're talking, let's say we're talking about a wedding here, the couple didn't pay to feed you. And I think you bring up such a valuable point that we as, as professionals in the industry need to remember that that could be the case. And it's not our, it's not right for us to take it out on you as a caterer when it's, you know, it's not like you're sitting there being an asshole. Like I'm not going to feed any of the other people that are here working tonight. It's like, man, that that's so powerful. And I think about it logically but I never really thought about it till you said it that way. That really makes such a good point. And I, and I love your timeline uh, concept. Like I, I'll be honest before you just said that I wasn't, I, I've never really been kind of a big fan of doing a lot of stuff up front because I kind of, I kind of look at a, 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 a wedding reception is almost like a roller coaster and these ebbs and flows and highs and lows. And I think some of those little breaks to do some of those things, uh, if they're spread out is almost like kind of a built in rest built in break. But I think there's other ways that you can do that on the dance floor as well. So, so hearing you explain it really made a lot of sense to me. I, I want to get to Erwan's comment here because, um, first of all, I, I definitely want to make sure you saw this because I, I couldn't agree more. Um, talking about you, Fausto, your perspective is brilliant and your approach to managing the entire process. Oh, but you. he also asked a question, and this was uh, when talking about the the DJ who played longer and, and all of that stuff. And his question was, uh, how do you change that relationship to make sure the DJs follow the rules? And, and just maybe your thoughts on that. For me, I have um, four DJ groups, and um, I don't know if you have it in your areas, but they're sort of kind of a um, conglomerate. So they have all these DJs that work under their umbrella. So I have three groups like that. And those are the three that I, and, and I have specific DJs that I want to work with. Mm -hmm. And so within that, within each of those groups. And we, we once a year meet with all of our preferred professionals and we try to make sure, have I done anything wrong to you? You know, like let's hammer it out now, fix it. And then I'm big. If I make a mistake, call me out on it and then I'll fix it. I, I can't fix anything if I don't know. And so we're always kind of saying, and then um, I have this one DJ group. He loves to bring me pies and I love them to death, but I hate pies. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't have the heart to tell him I hate pies. I, I know it sounds yeah. crazy, but it, it has worked for us. And as a matter of fact, his um, one of his DJs is actually playing for my daughter's um, quinceanera on Friday. And so <laughs> they wanted to give me a discount. I said, I'm not looking for a discount. I'm paying you full price. But we were all had a hard year. I said, that's not what I want. I just want you because I know you and it's, I feel comfortable with you. And there's not going to be any of this drama that comes with somebody that you don't know. So for me, it's a no brainer. You know what? Well, I, felt, I felt like, like the easiest answer to that question would be if you don't want to work anymore, just don't, don't pay attention to the rules. <laughs> like that would be the easiest well, answer to that, right? I, I was going to say that, but I'll, we just erase them from our, you know, I'll have people that yeah. have come into our yeah. properties and I just erase them from the list. And I don't well, think, I think 
and booked you. We'll dump the client before we let you in. Yeah. Frank, I want to go to you in a second, but this other thought I had when you, when you were talking about calling you out on, on mistakes that are made, Fausto, I think that a good learning point, which you would think this doesn't need to be said, but I think it should be said anyways, is when those mistakes happen, don't call somebody out in the heat of the moment at an event. Make a note of it, email yourself, text yourself, do whatever you got to do to, to remember what happened, but address it in a professional manner in a time that makes sense. Do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever, after the event where you can also step back, get a little bit of a not in the moment perspective of what really happened and then learn how you can also grow from it as well, but still have that conversation. Absolutely. You know? Frank, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So I got a few things. I actually, I just want to add to, to, first of all, to Fausto's timeline uh, piece where you talked about doing everything up front um, and that it's easy. You've got everybody's attention. I couldn't agree more. The other thing that I always throw in there when brides or grooms or couples or whoever is asking me, um, hey, what's your opinion on us? You know, what, what should the beginning look like? What should the middle, what, what, like, what should we do where? Um, I always let them know the most put together the room will be also. The tables are clean. There's nobody bussing any plates, dirty plates. Everyone has their jackets on. Everyone's hair is still up. It yep. couldn't be more pristine in that initial moment. And then if you do that an hour later, you know, napkins, silverware, uh, you know, different, different catering companies with different schedules, you know, picking up plates and moving things and all of the above, all that stuff kind of can come into play if you do that at the wrong time. So, so I, first of all, I love that. Um, the second thing that I wanted to add in there was um, I love the idea of having one person that's kind of overarching over everything. And the reason that I say that is no business just runs with a bunch of different businesses and everyone walking perfectly in unison. There still needs to be a leader. The biggest companies, Apple has a decision maker above everyone. And then they have a bunch of people who make a lot of other decisions, but they have one person that's walking everyone forward or backwards, whatever that company is doing, right? So I think it's really key to think about that in the wedding industry is that it, it, you, maybe that's a good business to start thinking about getting into. I love the idea of, of where, like you said, it's, it's, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm hiring these people, and I'm going to walk us all forward. And I'm that point of contact. The, 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 the couple are my client only. Everyone else is, is now my, or they are my clients, and I'm going to move them, move them forward. I, I love that. And then the, <clears throat> the last thing that I wanted to bring up was in businesses, when everyone works under the same umbrella, it's really easy to have those conversations that you talked about. What did I do wrong? What did you do wrong? I think being able to do that with other businesses is really challenging, but extremely fulfilling. And if you can do that in a right way, it's, it's impactful. Uh, David and myself on Clubhouse, it really grinds my gears when DJs this. We're, we're willing to take it because we want to help everybody move forward with these things. And I think that's basically what you're doing. You're calling everyone together and saying, give me your best shot. Here were my concerns. Let's all solution them and move forward. I, I love those ideas. That That's all great. And, and I'll take it a step further, and especially for DJs, because this is really happening in, in Maine right now. There's a venue that I approached during the pandemic. So while everybody else was doing all of these other things to pivot, I went to this venue and I said, hey, I have an idea. I said, why don't I create menus for you? I don't want to be exclusive. You sell them. You mark them up. 
but this is what I want financially. And if they want to hire us for planning, here are our two tiers. They loved it. So we made during the pandemic, $300,000 off of them and they were selling it. But what I saved was commissions. So they became my salespeople and I didn't have to pay a commission out. I got paid what I wanted. I didn't have to collect the tax and the client wasn't mine. The client was theirs. So it worked. And then they started doing it with DJs. So they would bring in DJs, but they weren't getting it. They, they didn't, they didn't want to understand that they were working for the venue and then they would become these renegades. And then finally this one DJ company came in and they're like, we want to do this. And so now they're making a lot of money. And so I'm, I literally, since May, since we opened back up in May of this year in, in Maine, I have been working at that venue except for one Saturday so far. I have everything that's there. It literally is nine minutes from my house. I don't need to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a six figure, but there's been a lot of really good weddings there. And, but at the end of the day, I am home by nine 30 nice. and I, and I've had a really easy, low stress day, except for the one with the heart attack. But other than that, it's been pretty good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Well, Fausto, we, we always ask our guests for an hour of their time. We're going a little bit over that right now. Do you have a few minutes to, to just kind of wrap up? Um, I want to put a whole bow on this preferred professional currency. If you have the time to do that, I just yeah. want to respect yeah. your time. Not so, I, you know, I titled the night show, Do You Know What Your Preferred Professional uh, Currency Is Valued At? And um, I, I, I'll i tell you, the first time I heard you talk about this, I absolutely loved it. So, for, for maybe some of our listeners who, who uh, jumped on late or um, just still are not kind of in tune with what we mean by preferred professional currency, number one, talk a little bit about that and then talk about why a, a, a person would want or a business would want to know the value of their preferred professional currency. I mean, I think it's obvious, but still. So for me, I never want to kick back from anybody I do business with. I, it's not my style. It never has been. Um, it just doesn't work for me. But what I do want is I want to call in my favors. And that's where PPC came in. And so when I track, I track it for my for reason. I do four style shoots a year. I follow the seasons. And so with that said, I have never once paid for floral. I have never once paid for a venue. I have never once paid for music. I have never paid for alcohol. And so when you call in these favors, you sort of know that you have buying power because that's your preferred professional currency. So when I do a style shoot, there are reasonings behind it. It's A, a new venue that I want to be attached to. I want my name on it. I'm going to do the style shoot. I have literally gotten um, the okay for it to be published. And I'm going to turn it into a networking event for the industry to showcase the venue, not showcase me, but showcase the venue, which then in light makes me shine to the venue owners. You see, there's always a reasoning behind everything. Then I call in those favors by knowing what I make everybody. So from the rental company, the DJs, the bands, photography, flowers, cake people, I know what I, I bring in for everybody to the last penny. I started every year. And so I January, you know, the beginning of the year, January to December 31st. And then I just, you know, an Excel spreadsheet. So it just tallies it up so you can instantly go, oh, that's what I made them. And having that power, and I use power as a as not a not, not a mean way or like I'm gonna hold this against you as a working tool for you. 
because every business does it. And why shouldn't you have an ROI if I have made you a ton of money and I haven't asked you for anything ever? And so if I'm asking you for a favor, hey, there's this new venue, I need you to play music. Absolutely. I never have to beg anybody that's constant yes. And so that's where preferred professional, uh, preferred professional currency came up and, and my whole idea for this whole thing of tracking it. And I was doing it without realizing it that I gave it a name. And so for me, it's an important thing. It's actually one of the biggest tools that I do my business with because it's my biggest ROI is knowing what I make my professionals. And it's also helped me with vendor meals. And I've said it with different um, with photographers or DJs, you know, I'll, I'll say to somebody, I'm like, well, how much do you charge? Or I know if it's a new person, I'm like, well, you're 1200, 1500, whatever you are. I said, what if you're, what if I can get you 2000 from the client? Will that make you happy? Yeah. What can I do for that? I'm like, well, don't ask for a meal. I said, I'll get you $2,500. Oh, no, no, but I need a meal. I'll give you $3,000. I need a meal. $4,000. And still they don't get it. I'm like, bring your own dinner for four yeah. grand. Pack a peanut butter sandwich. You'll make money. <laughs> and, be, and so that's why it's important to track everything you make for anybody. So, you know, I know it's harder for other people that don't bring in, but I think a lot of times DJs get asked for referrals. So mm -hmm. every time you ask for a referral, use those referrals. Even if you didn't make them the money, use the referral as currency. And so you track it. And a good way to do it, if somebody asks, is at the end of the week, if you have given the same person five referrals, send them an email. I sent you this person, this person, this person, because you have a paper trail of it. And you're also in their face and they're constantly seeing your name and they're going, oh my God, they referred me again. Oh my God, they referred me again. That is your currency. So that's Love how it works for me. I think it's a great idea. It, it really is. And I, and I mean, like you said, I mean, DJs, of course, like we get our handful of referrals that we hand out, but, but of course not as much as other people, right? Cause you got the pyramid, just like you talked about, you know, so of course, like the first thing on the pyramid is going to give out more referrals than, than the next item and so forth. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's great. Not only, not only is it, is it a currency, but it's also just a courtesy too, you know, Hey, I am, I am, I love working with you. I enjoy our professional relationship. I don't have to say certain things because we're in we're on the same page. And so it just makes my day more efficient. It makes your day more efficient efficient. So I'm going to continue to put your name out there. And then, of course, that person re reciprocates that by doing that when they're above you on that couple's pyramid. You know, so I, I think I think it's really impactful. And and I'm sure when you're talking about especially the role that you all have from, from the brokerage side of, or not the brokerage side, but the production side of things where it's more, you know, looking at the whole thing, it probably gives you a lot of, you know, a lot of leverage in those conversations when there is a, a vendor who was a preferred professional that's slowly turning into a renegade by your terms, right? It allows you to kind of bring them back in and say, Hey, last three years, let's not forget this big number right here that I got you. Exactly. And and when we do our have our meetings with all of our preferred professionals, there's always a spreadsheet out so that they can see it. So um, I, I, I make it quite known that it's right there. Um, I, you know, it's a slight push, like say, okay, remember, I have four style shoots that I need favors, and I'm calling them in. And so it's really interesting to me when I hear people saying all the time that they have to pay. And one thing I'll, I will say for DJs, that's really, really a smart thing to do 
is that when you are working at a venue and you want to be more in their face, I, I don't care what people say about, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't bother me with emails. We're not going to read it. Trust me, they read everything they get. And the more you tell them that you're there and then put, pose it with a question, hey, I'm going to, I just booked this wedding and I'm going to be here. Has anything changed? Have them write back to you because now you've opened the dialogue and they want to see that because, oh, do you need a certificate of insurance? You know, all of those things that venues go, wow, they're on top of it. And if you do business with a venue and you're on the list every January, just send your certificate of insurance so they don't have to hunt you down because it's the number one thing that pisses them off. So I'll tell you one thing. Uh, anybody who has watched this or watches the replay or listens to the podcast version, if you don't, if you don't understand, you don't grasp that not just in our industry, but any small business industry that two of the most vital lifelines of your business is going to be relationships and referrals, which kind of go hand in hand with each other. I don't know any other way to crack it over your head. And I think that it's like mad important. Well, we know who we definitely know who we definitely know who this is. This is uh, Bobby. I have no, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. <laughs> um, going back to this preferred professional currency, um, PPC. I like that better because I can say that easier. <laughs> going back to PPC. If you're a planner, if you're a venue person, if you're not doing this, like start doing it right away. And I'm glad that you mentioned that you did it via spreadsheet because I, I knew somebody was going to say, well, how does he do it? How you know, does he do? Does he use a program? How does he do it? Just good old fashioned spreadsheet. I, I love that. Um, and if you're not one of those categories, I think you also should really focus on as I, as I said in the title of the show, like what is your, the value of your PPC? Because if it's not very big, you need to fix that. You need mm -hmm. to change that. You need to create those relationships where you have a very high PPC number. Because I promise you, everything else will be nothing but beneficial in that process. Absolutely. And, I, and it, it gives you more buying power. Like if you make a venue over $2 million a year, they're going to look at you differently than somebody that brings them one job a year. Yeah, there's it's it's simple math. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Man, Frank, I don't know about you, man, but this has been a fascinating show. I knew it was going to be going into it, but this has <laughs> genuinely, me. honestly been a fascinating show. Yeah. No, let me. I, and, and I know we talk about it being like one of those full circle moments for, for the clubhouse adventure that exactly. we all went on. You know, but I, I remember I was I was in a room uh, and it was with Bea and uh, we talked about pre-show uh, together. It was it was with Bea and, and and Fausto jumped in and and I am not familiar with like the industry outside of either my own little area or um, or the DJ world, which I was just kind of venturing into. And uh, Fausto just came into this clubhouse room kind of like what you said, David, it was like, just like swinging. And I was like, I get, I can totally get down with this because this is exactly how I, how I, how I roll. You know, I, I like the just clear cut. So to be able to have Fausto come on, on wedding business growth with, with us has been a pleasure and, and a true full circle moment. So I, I love it. Yeah. Oh, thanks guys. I appreciate that. Well, and, and, and to build upon that, to know that we have Terika and, and and I almost said Fabo, Terika and Bobby watching who hit. So uh, the funny part about it is that when 
the first time that I think I was exposed to to Fausto was in a room that Terica invited me to be a part of. And then when I saw the, the dynamic between the two of them, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to love this dude already. I just know it because I already love Terica to death. And uh, and then when Bobby had mentioned that you and her had a, had a you know awesome friendship with each other and everything, I was like, yeah, I am definitely with my people right now. This is where I want to be. So I, I agree with you 100 percent, Frank. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm going to pitch it live on Wedding Business Growth right now. We need to have a clubhouse roundtable live on Wedding Business Growth. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's round everybody up and find it. You know, the hardest part is probably going to be finding a time to do it. Uh, It may be something that we just have to record and not necessarily do at our normal time, which is fine. And then we could just broadcast it, uh, you know, as one of the shows. But I think that's a great idea. I really do. Agreed. I really do. Well, Fausto, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for uh, j- just sharing your wisdom and, and your genuine. I, I, what I love most about you is you're genuine. And, and I could list a lot of things I really like about you, but I love that you're genuine. And, and I love that you really care about helping people be a better version of themselves. And that's kind of one of the goals that I always felt like has been my mission, not just in this industry, but just with people in general is, is not not making them better in a negative way, but making them a better version of what they already are. And and I see so much that in you. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to say one last thing for all my DJ friends that are out there. If you've ever worked with me, the number one thing that my DJs have always done for me is they always play Total Eclipse of the Heart before anybody comes into the room because it is my song. I am probably the only fan in America. Love it put it on and I can hear it and they do it for me because they know how much I love that song. And so for them, I always appreciate it. Yeah. I have a venue I work at where the, the, one of the, the people in charge, she's a huge Taylor Swift fan. So she always asked me for whatever popular Taylor Swift song is, is in the moment or whatever one she wants to hear in that moment. And, and, and I would agree that relationship has blossomed just from that simple act of just playing the songs they want to hear. I love that. Well, I tell I you right that. now, if you ever come across David or myself DJing anything that you are also present at, I can assure you that it will get played. Yes. Awesome. And and yeah. just so you know how crazy I am, here's my mask and it's Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Too funny. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. Fausto, stick around with us if you don't mind for just a couple of minutes uh, after we go off live here. Frank, man, good to see you, buddy. Uh, I, yeah, I really man. I can't wait for us to be able to to schedule. I know we we have something coming up in September where we're gonna be together. So maybe we'll find a way to do a live show in in a place with a much better internet than the last time we tried to do a live show together in the same building. Yeah, yeah. And real quick, actually, uh, Fausto, just. Just for everyone, everyone out here listening or listening back, you know, on the replay, tell everyone real quick, how can they find you? What things are you doing within the industry coming up? Is there anything special you kind of want to tell everybody about? Well, thank you for that. Uh, yep, I'm actually going to be speaking at Cater Source in July. Actually, I'm leaving for Miami on the 18th. Uh, my class is on Tuesday. I'm also an ambassador this year for Cater Source. Um, it's also bittersweet because it's my last year as an ICA board member. So this is my last hurrah with them. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, sad. And then I'll also be speaking at ABC World in November. I think it's the third, fourth and fifth. Then I fly home real quick, do a wedding. And then I fly out for Vegas where I'll be speaking at Weddings MBA. And then you can find me on, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook, 
and I do have a book coming out. Um, it's just getting finished because we have to get all the permission for the photos and stuff from the photographers. So that's my selfish plug. <laughs> gotcha. Well, we appreciate well deserved, it. Though. Well deserved though. Well deserved plug. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us on Wedding Business Growth. Don't forget every uh, every Tuesday night, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are here to help you build upon the business of your business. And uh, we we really appreciate everybody participating tonight in the live chat and live conversations. Don't forget, you can listen to the replays on our YouTube channel or our Facebook group. If you're not a part of our Facebook group, we'd love to have you join us. And of course, you can hear the audio versions of all of our shows on any podcast provider, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there. So we look forward to everybody joining us hopefully again next week. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget you can watch all of our live episodes on the Wedding Business Growth YouTube channel and you can also connect with us on all social medias at Wedding Business Growth. Don't forget to stop by our website, WeddingBusinessGrowth.com.